We Watch This is brought to you by the BYNK Podcast Network, where you can listen to a bunch of different podcasts that we have to offer, like The Social Introvert with Sid Davis, or Sex with Friends with Whitney Janae, or you can listen to anything Carefree Black Nerd. And you can also listen to interviews by me, Cole Jackson. Coming up, one's primary purpose at university level is to learn how to think. This week, we're doing higher learning. Hey, I got a question I want to ask you all. Columbus University to get an education. I'm gonna have to be careful out here. No matter who you are. Where are you from? Orange County. It's near Disneyland. No matter where you're from. You live near Disneyland. Welcome to the real world. No matter what you believe. What you learn is up to you. than I thought it was going to be, you know? It seems like everybody's sticking to their own. People don't realize how far down the drain America's gone. Columbia Pictures presents a new film from John Singleton. Information is power. This is power. You're dead. There are many ways to fight a battle. Some people use their mind. Some people use their fists. What do you want to do, college boy? The basic premise of democratic theory. They are entitled to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. episode we watched this where this is season three we're celebrating the works of john singleton and spike lee uh, my name is cole jackson and i am joined by my co-host per normal mr rain Com- coleman how are you sir man i want to say i'm young gifted and black but after this movie that canceled out so <laughs> but yeah i'm good man and sure. this week, our guest is Red from Conversation Con Artist. Red, how you doing? I mean, I'm all right. After watching this movie, I question it. <laughs> wow. But I'm cool. Uh, <laughs> we'll, talk we will about talk it, about it. I already see that there's going to be some feelings here. Um, <laughs> higher learning, higher learning came out January 11, 1995. That was Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. Um, it was written and directed by John Singleton. And I will give you guys the IMDb synopsis. People from all different walks of life encounter racial tension, rape, responsibility, and the meaning of an education at a uni- on a university campus. 
Interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, People hey, are racist, huh? Hey, you, you know. Okay. <laughs> Is this the most racist coming. college you've ever seen on TV, Rain? Well, not no. TV, in movies. They are racist. Oh, very racist on this movie. <clears throat> Nigga, first and foremost... Fuck this movie for that. <laughs> I went to a PWI. Pull your mic time. up some, please. Yeah, I went to a PWI for a time. And I know this is a movie, but my fucking God. Everybody was off the wall. Everybody, including Lawrence Fishburne's accent. That's racism. <laughs> That's racism. Right there. That, listen, we going to get into it. Because listen, Jesus. I'm not Caribbean, but I was offended. <laughs> I was offended. It's offensive as fuck. So, yes, I'm sure this shit happens and has happened. And I, you know, in the light of recent events, I'm I know it happens. But <sighs> this was a lot, man. This was a lot. <laughs> Red, how racist is this college? Would you go to Christopher Columbus University? Huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I also went. Uh, I went to I went to Auburn in Montgomery in Alabama, and I ain't seen no shit like this. Okay. You don't get much more racist than Southern Alabama, and this shit it it was. And I get maybe the over the topness was to make people uncomfortable and get them thinking. It was mm-hmm. too much though. And as a black person watching this, there were so many mm-hmm. eye roll moments where I was just like, "Is it really? Are this what we really doing?" Okay. It was too much. It was over, it was very exacerbated. Um, so no, I would never go to a college like this. Uh, but hopefully, a college like that shit don't exist. I've heard stories about Alabama because University Jesus. in Tuscaloosa. I've heard stories. To, to, to I mean, didn't extent? they have a few years ago where somebody <laughs> didn't they beat somebody up for being black? Not well. It was. That's possible. Yeah, like I feel like Alabama had like this <laughs> this this rash of black beatings for a little bit of time. But it's like this was so like these are a lot of these kids are entering college. Like when I entered college, my freshman year, I was not going around being like white bitch. Like it, was, <laughs> it just <laughs> I didn't come in with that mentality. Like. It just wasn't like that. And so even when I, and even if I saw something that occurred that was racist, because it is still Southern Alabama, it's, it just, this was mm-hmm. very over the top. And I get it. I think it was supposed to make people uncomfortable. Um, and so that's why it was exacerbated, but it was a fucking lie. Um, it just so- was. And the accent, oh disrespectful. I really want to talk to the person who made that decision because Lawrence Fishburne we deserves get better. To Professor Phelps in a second. That. that might be the next topic since you guys Christ. are so heated about it. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna say this I see where John Singleton was going Mm -hmm. but good lord was he heavy handed with what he was saying and the movie's so heavy handed with all of these themes of of, first of all (laughs) come on the whole (laughs) Malik walking through these white folks and they just like 
like you don't get I think you like five minutes in and he goes to an elevator and she's just like, Let me hold my purse from this college student that, that's in the elevator with me. Well that was so they could wrap the movie up in a pretty little bow at the end with a Yeah, it, it came full circle. Which I have a problem. He now he got white woman tears, he got that perfect. And we're gonna talk at the end What's of this bullshit? movie. I'll have a whole goddamn rant about that shit. He should have we'll put his fifth word there. He got white woman tears perfect. Perfect. He did that. That was not exacerbated because Jesus. I just the whole like I know that in this movie, John Singleton, first of all, you can tell he had a bigger budget, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about. It was yeah. he had a bigger budget than um, Boys in the Hood. Some directors ain't worried about that. They just worried about the message. And I think mm-hmm. that was that was John Singleton's MO. I think he was so heavy handed on the message. Now, a lot of people don't understand like this is him talking about what he went through when he went to USC. Mm-hmm. So he had some similar situations that happened to him in U- at USC when he <laughs> talking about this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of similar to we did school days where Spike Lee was talking about going to an HBCU. I'm so glad we did. I'm, I'm glad we did the these are so opposite. It is ridiculous. Ridiculous, but in the same universe. Oh yes, because School Days was a lot more of a relatable. You know, I think School Days was more that suburban black, whereas this is very much. Yeah, I done been through some shit black, like. So I think they're in the same universe, maybe a town over from each other. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel. I feel like I feel like John Singleton was very heavy handed on. He was very preachy on a lot of stuff, and I'm just like, hold on, brother, like, wait, I get it. College can be is, college can be racist, and people, these are so we're getting a perspective of three people who are coming into college their freshman year, and they're all going down these different paths. Even though, and y'all might think I'm crazy when I'm saying this, Malik and Remy kind of were going down the same path. Like Remy was just like, hey. Here's a bunch of white dudes that know how to be racist. And he's like, and Malik was like, hey, I need to be more woke. You know what I'm saying? Did like, he, well, you know, I didn't get that. Malik didn't I, get more woke throughout the movie. Think... With, uh, what's his name? Uh, Laffy Taffy? Fudge, Fudge White beating him <laughs> in the head with. Laffy Because he was. He was very much <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. Nice. He was like. Pff. Nigga, what? You only reading this for school? Nigga, you running for these white folks? So, like, I get what you're saying. But like, nigga, do you know we in school? That's what you do when you're in school. You read. What do you mean? How is but this Fudge was saying, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to okay. that. I don't agree about Remy. About that. He just, I, there's a difference in how I see Remy now and what I, what I how I saw Remy, like, when mm-hmm. I first saw this movie back right. in the 90s. And part of it is probably because I'm a therapist right. mm-hmm. now, but um, Remy was really looking for someone. He was just a weird fucking kid. If it hadn't been the white supremacist, it would have mm-hmm. been somebody else. Like he was looking for somebody to accept him. The white people, the the supremacists, because the the jock, the white, not the jock, the frat boys, mm-hmm. and one mm-hmm. fucking with him. The black folks want because he was weird. Fuck. It wasn't even because he's he's yeah. just fucking weird. And so he just gravitated to whoever pulled mm-hmm. him in. And that's what those groups like the skinheads and mm-hmm. shit. That's what they do. They get people who don't think for themselves and tell them what they're supposed to think and indoctrinate them. And that's what re- what happened with Remy. I think if he hadn't met them, it wouldn't mm-hmm. have went the way it did. Like I don't think he was inherently. Racist. I don't either. I think that, or I, I mean, 
Well, well so <laughs> maybe we get a point in the movie where Remy kind of goes through and say, yo, I'm from Wisconsin and I really only came to college to get away from home because I didn't have nothing else to like do. And I want to be, all I wanted to do was be an engineer and nobody could really like relate to him. And he could, it seems like he was very introverted and he really didn't know how to relate to people. Like he was very socially awkward. He was very, he didn't get social cues. He would say inappropriate things and then not understand why people were weirded out by the shit. Like he seemed autistic to me. He also explained when he was kind of going down the story and it was kind of fast because he was (laughs) learning about talking about guns. But he he said, yo, my dad used to whoop my ass on a regular basis because he was a survivalist. Gunman. Glock nine millimeter. Yeah, shut up, Jerry. Pump gas two years to buy this thing, man. Laser sighting. Fucking Rambo, man. No way I can miss. This is power. Hey, don't point that fucking shit at me. I know how to handle guns, man. Been shooting since I was nine. Don't ever point a gun at me ever again. You'll be sorry. Yeah, who taught you how to shoot, huh? My pa. Your pa. My pa's a survivalist. Used to kick my ass every day. So he's talking about the world coming to an end and all. I don't know how to. If I don't know how to do shit else. Know how to wield this gun. I've been doing this shit since I was nine. Yeah. So it, 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 you kind of have to look at like what he came from as far as like parent parenting wise. And I'm not excusing him for joining the skinheads, yeah. but it's just like he had to come through yeah. extreme measures from being from Wisconsin, which. Clearly, he, he didn't know how to interact with people. And he probably ain't never seen black folks like this before. You know what I'm saying? I ain't been to Wisconsin lately. But I'm pretty sure back in the 90s, it was about as white as the driven snow. So, I don't know. Snow is still white now. Um, I mean, look, what I will say, like, I, again, I feel differently about him now. Because when I first watched this movie, for the longest time, I could not fucking watch Michael Rappaport mm. and anything else. Because all I fucking saw was the skinhead shooting folks. I could not watch him in other things. Like, it took me so long to get past seeing him as Remy. Now, looking at it and seeing it from a different view, it, it doesn't it doesn't bother me as much. Like I said, he seemed like he just had a lot of problems. And I don't think that left to his own devices that what happened yeah. would have happened. I think that he was looking for somebody to belong and they good at picking up on that. It's the same way that like gangs pick kids that come from broken homes and are looking for acceptance mm. and shit. And so they get yeah. those kids and those kids maybe wouldn't have even gone down those paths. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it's like the same thing with Remy. Then excuse it. It was still fucked up, but I understand it a little mm. bit more as an adult than I did when I first yeah. watched okay. the movie. <laughs> I, and it's still, you know, those types of things actually happen today with, we, I mean, we have still have Remy's. I mean, this is a really yeah. um, sensitive time now with what just happened here recently. But we we still get those types of Remy situations now, and it's crazy how um, John Singleton was kind of ahead. Of, I ain't gonna say ahead, but he was he, kind of, he was like, hey, <laughs> and no shade to him, he wasn't ahead of his time. He was documenting the shit that America been doing forever in a day. Mm. So ahead as far as he came first, <laughs> but <laughs> this shit, you know, this shit that's just recently happened in Texas made this a hard watch for me, like truthfully. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because it's just a terrible movie or because it's still happening today or a combination of both. But it was hard yeah. to watch this, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I had actually watched it early. 
I was just trying to like watch it again to get a refresh. And then because I had watched it like a week earlier and I was trying to get my research done. And I, of course, I'm going to watch it right beforehand. And like after yeah. the events that happened in Texas and stuff like that, it, yeah, it, it does feel. Mm, it makes you cringe a little bit now because it's just like because of what just happened and stuff like that. So let's get into it. Okay, Red. I see Red and Rain have Professor Phipps. Good, good, good character. Sell out. Was the man actually speaking knowledge? Red, what do you think about Professor Phelps, which is who was played by Lawrence Fishburne? It's really hard. It's very hard to really think anything about him because that fucking accent. Come on, y'all. That was really awful. I don't know whose choice that was. Why he couldn't just talk in his furious style? Because then you got voice. furious styles in college. Just let him be furious. We don't need furious styles in college. We needed yeah. instead of that fucking Caribbean accent. We did. I would have preferred that over that. Um, I mean, he. I think that he's somebody who feels like you know how some people feel like tough love is the only way to like get things mm-hmm. across to people. Um, I don't know that I would call him a seller. I think that he just feels like he's toughening up the students that come underneath him by being a dick. <laughs> was he a dick? Because there were things he was kicking facts that actually relate to the real world when you're black. The movie starts off with his character <laughs> calling out the names of all the students who for one reason or another were unable to pay their fucking tuition. And you do this in front of the entire class. That was not necessary. That was awful. Like, why would you do that? I mean, wasn't he teaching teaching economics? No. It was... He was teaching politics. No, never mind. I was like, it's economics. Hell no. And that's even more... No, he was teaching politics. I say even if it was economics, that's even more of a reason to be sensitive then. Like, it's just, it was a very rude-ass introduction Mm. to his character. Um, And so, and this is the thing that I try to live by when I um, am talking to people. If the way that you say something, the message can get lost. You can have the best of intentions and fuck it all up. By saying it the wrong guy. But he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> so, he wasn't the one. I mean, he had a student read it all, and he said, "Hey, what he was like, yo, <laughs> y'all need to go get your finances taken care of." That is not okay. And if you were one of those students that he had stand up, and you didn't know why you were standing up, and he basically was like, "These the broke yeah. niggas in the class." Go figure that shit out. You would have been embarrassed by that as a college student. That's not okay. I'm not, I'm not okay in it. I'm not okay. It is not. I'm just saying. Uh, okay i was really apathetic about his character honestly i think because there's so many fucking things going on in this movie that his character was just really not at the center of the bullshit (laughs) so (laughs) and the accent i just really i'm sorry i know that that may not be a big deal to anybody else but that shit was fucking terrible like when it i forgot about the accent so when i first started watching the movie and i heard him speak i was like i don't remember this (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who did this to Lawrence? <laughs> no, Lawrence. Furious. No. Not furious. Ray. Terrible. Professor Phillips. What you want, man? What do you want, no, man? <laughs> My thoughts are on your bumper card, you fucking built, man. It sounded like that. I actually didn't mind his character. 
Um, the accent was at one point in the movie, I was like, is this accent good or am I just used to hearing it or is it getting lost among the 47 storylines in this movie? And I think he was one of the least offensive past that first interaction. He, him and Jolly Rancher, they felt like they were like two sides. Fudge, yes, fudge, fudge white. (laughs) They felt like they were the two narrators. Like he felt like he was like, oh, I am the conscious, the narrator, I'm the authority. And then fudge felt like, that but on the level of the peers like if this was a book it would be from their point of view mm-hmm. or or something and i i didn't mind him um after that initial stand up if you're a broke bitch you know sit down if you got money uh <laughs> and i did like that he was posing questions t- to make these kids think like when he talked to Kristen and he said something he was like you have no original thought. Like, I don't know how you feel. Mm-hmm. And so like stuff like that, I felt like they did very well. Um, I guess he's the only um, staff member at that school. So, I mean, I guess that's cool. <laughs> I, I did like him. I didn't hate him. And then when we got to the end, the third act with all of the shit going on. It was cool to like, see him in that role, but like, could we have gone with someone else? Yeah, but he wasn't as offensive the more the movie went on, but it's only because everybody else was so fucking terrible. And he was like, yeah, yeah man, I'm going back to Jamaica for Talking to Mike! <laughs> Jamaica, spring break. Thank Bumba, you. Rasta, 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 Chet Hanks, you know, so. But, um, I didn't hate him. Oh, God. That is it! He sounds like Chet Hanks! <laughs> Shit! Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so I really mind. You know, after a while, I was like, all right, this nigga is the the least offensive of all the people here. So there's that magical Negro for even the Negroes. So yeah, it was pretty cool, I guess. So, one, I agree with everybody with the accent. I just wish he could have <laughs> been just a regular dude, regular professor, just talking regular yes. professor speak. But I do understand his role as far as being someone who is grounded. Let's Let's be honest. A lot of things that happened in Christopher Columbus University is, I'm not saying it's far out there, but it's out there. I feel like him and Fudge actually grounded the movie a little bit more. Like, I can believe a professor would do something like that Mm -hmm. Uh, as far as, like, the beginning of the movie. I can believe that he does care about Malik. You know, his whole thing was like, Malik, ain't nobody finna give you nothing in this world. And then you calling me a sellout, but I'm literally trying to teach you how to live. And and mm-hmm. that whole um scene where he was just like, um, what are you what are you plotting? <laughs> and then they kind of <laughs> have this conversation about it being a game and understanding how to play the game and everything like that. So I like Mr. Phelps. I did not like his accent either. I kind of was just like, was that a I try to look it up and see whose decision was that a John Singleton decision? Was that a Lawrence Fishburne decision? I could not find that no, anywhere. It was Omar. I refuse to believe that Lawrence <laughs> Fishburne chose. No, that. Omar was like, hey, man, it'd be cool if you did this. But we needed a character out of all of these people. Plus, with Lawrence Fishburne being in the movie, he was one of the. A lot of these actors, I'm not going to say, a lot of these actors were kind of new ish to Hollywood. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, I think that Lawrence Fishburne, because in the research, 
<laughs> Just wait till I tell you who was supposed to be Mr. Professor Phelps. Ugh, Eddie Murphy? Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's You'll find out. I, so, you imagine him trying to do a Jamaican accent? Oh <laughs> well, what I, I will say. Oh, oh go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm actually like thinking about it. I think it's good that he had an accent, even if it had to be that one. Because if you're looking at Boys in the Hood and this, I think it's easy, especially when it comes to black movies, to be like, oh, you know, that's Gabrielle Union from Deliver Us from Eva, but mm-hmm. you know, she's playing the same character and two could play that game. Right. So I don't know if that was the intention, but him having that accent, di- making that character very distinct, because he was pretty much a uh, Cuba daddy. From um, um, Boys in the Hood. Basketball. Shoot. See, Boys in the Hood. Oh, yeah. Furious Styles. Yeah, the thing is, serious. the thing is, too, the oh. thing that I like about, about about Johnson. That's why I kept saying it. The thing I like about John Singleton <laughs> is he kept the, a lot of these black actors with work. Like, he kept. Yeah. And that gave, I think, working with, with um, Regina King and Ice Cube and just a lot of people that he, um even one of the, the students, um you know, uh, he was like Pookie. Not Pookie. He was Dookie from uh, yeah. from uh, yeah, Boys was. in the Hood. Like he he mm-hmm. reused a lot of actors, and he made sure that they had job and work in Holland and Hollywood. And I think world. that I think especially Regina Regina King. Hey, let me tell you something real quick that I <laughs> that I I'm find listening. very interesting. And this is way out there. This is just a way out conspiracy theory. Every movie that her Ice Cube is in that's directed by John Singleton. She always come to Cube about something running out, and he'd be like, "You better go get it yourself." And then she'd walk <laughs> yeah. away. I don't know if y'all ever noticed that, but like, yeah, every movie that she had, like, it happens in every movie that John Singleton, Regina King, and Ice Cube is in. She'd be like, "You out of paper fudge?" And he'd be like, "You better go get it yourself." Or like, mm-hmm. she'll drink the Ford, and he'd be like, "You better go to the store with that." You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's weird. I don't know what it means, but it's 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 crazy. Um. So, the B-plot of Christian, Rain, was her story told well? Did we need this story in the movie? It was not told well. I think we needed something. Well, parts of it we needed. Um, I think he was probably, like, smashing a lot of people together, a lot of storylines. And she went, like, they highlighted her being poor, and the rich girls who was sort of her friends, and then the dude that preyed they on were her. horrible friends, then, by the way. Huh? They were horrible friends, sir. Yeah, like, just shitty. And then um, her and the lesbian chick, and then I was like, is, is Kristen also a lesbian? But she wasn't. And it her story should have spanned two seasons of a, like, YA series. She had a lot going on. She This woman... This woman went through a lot in like the first week. Like, you can't tell me the events of this movie are not the first week of class. There's no way this is a full semester. This is the first week. That was a lot of shit packed into everyone's story, but hers specifically, I I think if we took her story out, nothing changes because anyone else can do a peace rally we can just have a peace rally and then even that man calling regina a black bitch even that we did not need her for so i i think it's it's okay that it was included but we didn't need her story at all mm. Ray, what about nothing you changes. i mean you know <laughs> <laughs> come on with it girl the date so the 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 
date rate or like the the being carefully call it like that part mm. of the story i feel like is a that mm. was important to show um because that happens a lot one of the things that my mom beat into my head before i went to school don't set no drink down if you do don't drink don't pick it back up and just because people do pray mm. on freshmen there are upper class guys that they waiting on uh, uh fall semester to start to get the new the new um folks so that part sure all the rest of that shit nah and her white women tears yeah, speak, head, so okay i need you to not. speak on the white um, women tears i want to uh, how did you fit was first of all was that a fair portrayal of what the white women tears she was set the scene up and then tell everybody what you mean by white women tears please okay so <clears throat> it's the very end where they're standing at the memorial and he says i lost my girl and instead of her saying i'm sorry that's terrible she says I just feel like I'm responsible. You are. It's all my fault. And then he goes in his morning to fucking comfort her. And this happens all the time. We have to just deal with the shit that happens and we're expected to just move on. But when shit happens to them, the world is supposed to stop and pat them on the back and right. give them a hug. Seven days and now kittens all right. I lost my girl here. I feel like this is all my fault. I helped put this whole thing together. I'm responsible for all of this. what i mean by white woman tears that last scene and i get he was trying to tie up when they was in the elevator and she grabbed her purse to wear and even then he was still the one that was acquiescing not her because she was holding her purse in the beginning and he was the one who extended an olive branch at the end for her because she was upset when she didn't even lose no goddamn body like that scene i know it was supposed to be like the peaceful that shit pissed me off so bad i could have threw something in my fucking tv like that shit, because it hap- that that's what I mean by white women tears. White women start crying in the world stop. Black folks go through all kind of shit and nobody mm-hmm. gives a fuck. This man just got beat up by the police. And that's another thing we need to fucking talk about because he got shot at and then they come and pat the fucking shooter on the back and whoop his ass. And he lost this woman that he cared about. And instead of you saying, I'm so sorry for your loss, her first inclination was to say, me, 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 me. It's my fault. Oh my God. Pity me. Like, that shit pissed me off so bad. I can't. You kind of took what I was going to talk about next, and we're just going to crush it all together then. So first of all, I think the Christian storyline is... 
I think that's what made the movie too long because we were too. It was too much. Of, I understand that he's trying to show these different point of views from all of these different types of people and trying to see how it is in college. But honestly, first of all, the movie's over two, a little over two hours. Yes, way right. too long. Which is really I feel like yeah. towards the second act in the middle where we're kind of dealing with like her sexuality and like these rallies and. Then we have to and, see everybody she's fucking, and then she's trying to like try out a yeah, bunch of shit. Yeah, it, like it, it, it got a little, it it kind of got a little long winded, and I don't, I'm not trying to um downplay who she is or any of that kind of stuff like that, but it was just not yeah. very well told. It wasn't well told. I didn't think we really needed needed that. That could have been generic character B in that. That could have just been um Regina King's roommate. And we could have just got a few things that we needed from that, um, from that part of it. Um, and then, hell, even them going to like, well, they didn't go beat up the guy for her, but she was along with him. Her, I mean, she had to point the nigga she, when they went back to whoop his ass. She had to point him out. Bitch, we needed somebody huh? to okay, point him out. We had his name. We didn't need her. Do you, do you see all the white yeah. dudes in there? A lot of those guys could have been Billy. It could have been a lot of Billys. <laughs> they can't whoop everybody. She, but you holding your purse on the elevator with this black person, but you gonna go with a whole group of them because they finna Stop. beat your attacker up. And again, I'm not trying to downplay her. Her, but they didn't go. They they didn't go that to that party a- for her. They went because of because of Regina they didn't King go was for like her. this nigga called me a black bitch, and you need fudge. You need to do something. about I know, this. but what I'm saying, her end of things. You were scared of black people till you meet them. Now you're ready to ride yeah, in the middle see, of the night. That's what with I'm them. saying. We're getting a little too blurred because she that wasn't for her. And she didn't really need them. She was gonna lay in that bed and cry the rest of the movie. You know what I'm saying? Not to downplay rape. Not trying to do that. But what I'm saying is Regina Regina <laughs> uh, what, what was Regina King's name here? I can't I gotta call her. Monet. Monet, Monet, Monet was like you gonna point him out because he gonna kick get his ass kicked because he called me a black bitch. <laughs> that was that whole setup. That wasn't for her. That wasn't to save her life. She was there to uh, to snitch. She was there just to be the snitch, and that was it. They didn't need her for nothing else. Cause then, cause you see, <laughs> Fudge was just like, "Damn, <laughs> I gotta go in this frat boy's house and whoop his ass." Um, <laughs> which brings me to the end of the movie which i feel like one went way too long um i don't feel like we needed we didn't need the whole her and malik talking to each other in front of the statue i I just felt like the end wasn't it wasn't justified i didn't like how she to go along the lines of what red was saying like she was just like i just feel like i'm responsible for this no hey Shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of here. It just didn't. The ending didn't make sense. If we would have stopped with like, um, Professor Phillips holding Malik, honestly, I would have been okay with that ending. I don't think we needed to expound any more past that. To me, nothing else got really expounded upon. We got to see Fudge graduate. That was about (laughs) it. Yeah, there could have been a post credit yeah. scene, or yeah. like when the credits roll. We didn't need that. It could have been a post credit scene. But I, we didn't. But I no. Uh, are we going to talk about that's coming? Up. That's coming. Up. Um, but I okay. I do feel like the ending was forced a little, and it was a little too. I didn't want the full circle stuff. 
I also felt like it was a little heavy-handed also. Rain, what do you think about the end? The ending was terrible. It was shot through the lens of centering whiteness, which I feel like you've done that this entire movie. Why do I, as a black person, need to see the inner workings of, um, I don't know, uh, jumping in a fucking Nazi into your group? And like... And then we end with this white woman who is in a whole nother movie on her own with these tears. I really, truly, honestly thought Malik was going to say, you should feel bad. I said, if he says that, then this whole movie was worth it. Having her cry at the end, which is like, were you just standing here crying, waiting for someone to acknowledge you? Um, It really pissed me off because... She dated his roommate. So, yeah, they weren't did roommates she, for long. Real yes, quick, did, she, was, did, did she say, hey, I know you? Or did she say she something? Said, yeah, this she, is the first time we actually talked. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, yeah. Well, here, uh, enter that meme of that black Superman funny. here. Thanks, nigger. Like, what I'm not going to do is give this man points for that scene where it could have went so many different ways. So many different ways. I do not give a fuck about how this motherfucker feels. I don't give a damn about her storyline. Now, the rape part, again, I do think that was important. But even that, I question, and I'm questioning because I'm not a woman. I don't identify as a female, as a woman or anything. But I question if that scene was even had women attached to it at all. If it was like he wrote a scene and he thought this was good and that's that. I'm not saying it's it's bad because I... the it was very chaotic. It was very visceral. It, I had a physical reaction to watching it. But I wonder, were there any women in the writer's room, black, white, or otherwise, honestly, mm. um, to kind of oversee that scene? Because for me, I was like, okay, this is this is real. This is something that's happening. But even the progression of the rape part to get to the other parts to get to that ending I was like, who is this character? Is she not the same girl from before? Like, everyone else had a change. Even uh, Michael um, Corp Support, he had a change. You know, he, he, Remy, as a walking corpse, became somebody else by the end of the movie. Mm. Did she circle right back around? Like, she didn't take initiative with anything but that last handshake. And like, okay. You you threw this rally, and you honestly, in your heart of hearts, feel like because you threw a peace rally, a sniper showed up. That's how centered you are in the world, that you throwing a peace rally that was already scheduled is the reason. Okay, no, this was a terrible ending, and it didn't need, it didn't need to go that way. Mm. This is... <sighs> yeah, I I just I, I just felt like the ending was a bit much, and it kind of got dragged. It just dragged. Some of this stuff in the mm-hmm. movie dragged a bit. The yep. ending was one of those things because we mm-hmm. it we got the whole thing with like Malik trying to stop the shooter, stop Remy the shooter, and the police, and then Remy killing himself, and then you know the Malik gays that got hate crime. Yeah, we got Malik coming outside. <laughs> that was funny. Checking on, <laughs> trying to see what happened with Daisy. She's dead. There's just a lot of things that happened, and it was a, a flurry of stuff. And then I just mm-hmm. felt like I felt like we could have just ended it where it was. Like I said, with Professor Phelps holding on to Malik, mm-hmm. and I feel like we could have just faded to black. 
we're good. Yeah. I, I, all of that extra stuff, it just, I know he was trying to sew up the whole thing with Kristen and her storyline, but I just really, I really didn't, I didn't need it. I didn't need it at all. She, you could have combined her character with uh, Regina, with Monet's. Like, honestly, that would have made for a better story, I feel. Mm. But, you know, whatever. I feel like if you're going to go to the trouble <laughs> to exacerbate <laughs> the racism in this movie, it's a disservice at the end to try to... Ra- racism isn't going to be wrapped up in a, mm-hmm. a tight little bow. It's not going to be solved through a I fucking mean, handshake. That ending was just really insulting. Almost insulting to like, you as a black person, or insulting to you as a what black woman? Like, I I feel like uh, oftentimes as black people, we always have to be the one to cater to. Right, we have to make adjustments. We're the ones that have to to adjust to to how things are. He couldn't even have his hmm. moment of grief at the end hmm. and just be sad. Because then it became about her and making her comfortable and making her feel better and ending with a handshake to show that like, you're okay. Things are fine. It's not your fault. And it's, it just, that's not how the world works because when Malik leaves, Malik's still Mm -hmm. black (laughs) and she's going to go and she's a poor white person. So she has her own struggles, but like, I just didn't like, and I get, he was trying to wrap it up. I get, like I said, I'm sure he was trying to uh, create, recreate that, the elevator scene and show that these both of these mm. characters have grown but as rain said she didn't grow she didn't grow she has a very white person view of like even just throwing the rat like throwing a pe- a piece something's got to be done you got something, white supremacists some, on campus doing the shit fight, and you pulling the guns on the cafeteria <laughs> it's too it's too violent around here Ray. we gotta stop this we need a peace okay. rally and we're going to stop it by getting a bunch of white Take musicians to come around. out here and play music and flop around like down. hippies. And then that's going to solve it. Like the whole thing was the peace rally itself was Call just like, what? But she, was ca- she was handing out the flag. Like it's such she a white response. To everybody, we need the peace on this campus. I blame her woke wow. girlfriend, which is, she is probably my least favorite character in this whole. Really? Fuck. I hate her. Taryn. No. What? Hey, she's you know, every five seconds she was exposition. Every you know, every five seconds a woman gets raped here on campus. You know, well, if you know, thirty percent of the world. She was what world. white women, white white feminism. She's she what was white very feminism woke is. That's all. and terrible. And then she was just like, "Do you want to spend the night white here? Are you sure woke. this is what you want to do? I mean, you don't have to if you don't want to." She was very monotone for every fucking thing, and I was just like, "Get a personality, okay? Because you are a you are a white wall of paint." She was just what white feminism looked like. Uh, That's all. Because I, I, I can't remember. I wish I had paid more attention to that scene where they were having the um the little meeting about you know yeah. rape and mm-hmm. being careful on camp. Were black were black women? I, black I didn't see that one in that little meeting. Regina was the only black per- black woman in this movie. So that's what I'm saying is white that's white white feminists don't realize <laughs> that you're you're not seeing because now remember this is from 95 black women getting equality remember this is from 95 there were black women in 95 i know but i don't think we were as there were black women <laughs> yeah but and we on weren't as progressive thinking you have to think about it we weren't as progressive thinking as we are now so we just have but, to i don't know man. we're right more, there, more right than here. what it was in 95 
we are more than what it was, but there's still a difference between white I agree feminists with and black feminists. There's a vast difference. And so I just think she's the epitome of what white feminists look like. Okay. She was doing all these little things and meeting with her. I like, just needed what... her to have a personality. She's a bitch. Okay, okay. Another yeah. thing, how the fuck Malik know it wasn't her fault? She could that could have been her fault. So that's my thing. <laughs> you don't know this woman. But look, that's the, that's what I'm saying. Like we always feel a need because this is what we've always mm-hmm. had to do. Like if you see a white woman crying, <laughs> niggas got murdered for that back in the day. Like we we no, can't allow it. Emmett Till. So <laughs> White women cry. I just don't. Like I said, at the way that that movie ended with that scene, it did not give what he huh. thought it was giving. Mm-hmm. Okay, it didn't give it because all it did was show that she hadn't grown, and that again, when white when white women are upset, the world got to stop. He couldn't even grieve. Like he came to to that memorial where he actually lost somebody, and. I don't think she knew any of the people that were, she didn't know Remy really. She uh, she didn't know his girlfriend. Like you didn't know personally any of the people that got shot. And it wasn't even about people getting shot. It was about you t- making this about you. Like I was the one who did it. So maybe this is my fault. Like you're crying for yourself. You're not crying for the deaths of these fucking people. You're crying because you're sad because, oh my God, maybe it was me because the world revolves around me. I hated it. <laughs> that ending left me visceral. I just, because I've seen that happen and I've seen the effects of it and it really frustrates me. And in that moment, I really wish that he could have just been grieving yeah. and angry instead of having to like facilitate her yeah. feelings. I didn't like that. Yeah. It wasn't fair. I feel. And it wasn't, again, if you're going to put all of this racist shit in there, then show it true. Show it throughout. Yeah, he should have said some slick shit to her. Because that's what would have really happened. <laughs> Instead of, like, giving Becky a pat on the back. Like, please, please, please. please. All right. We get into it. This is what everybody wants to talk about. Accent. Tyra, Tyra Banks is. Okay, God let me. Let, let, let me. Pre- tell you something. We're going to talk about Deja. Okay, I'm sorry. We're going to talk about Tyra Banks. Let me just give you a couple facts that you might need to know before you go on your rant. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Rain go first because yours is probably, probably gonna not. be way better. First, first things first, you need to know this is her theatrical movie debut. This is Tyra Banks' first movie ever, so there is that. And she no. was John Singleton's girlfriend at the time when they oh. made the movie. Oh, that makes <laughs> okay. So, okay. Two things, that explains that you, two a lot. facts that you guys needed to know. How did you feel about Tyra Banks and the character of Deja, Rain? Phenomenal. That's peak cinema. She, her and these mannerisms, these facial expressions, that that's what you tune into a movie for. The MCU could never. Oscars could never. She was not great. Um, To the point, she didn't. Malik, what's wrong yeah. with you? I was, that that in particular, that's what we need. <laughs> she wasn't good, but then like when her and Malik were on screen, like they weren't good. That chemistry was so, shit. Yeah, I don't, I, I didn't, I don't think he did a good job at portraying their relationship because it, it it seemed like it moved extremely fast. Like the concept of time was lost on me in this movie. That's why I said honestly, it feels like there was a week that passed. Like so, to know it was like a full semester. 
Mm-hmm. It didn't. It felt like a lie. Yeah. Um, I I don't think she was extremely terrible. Um, you know, thinking about okay, it's ninety five, and then given given the facts you gave, I did not like. I felt like there were so many other women who could have played this role, and there were so many other roles in this forty five hour film that he could have gave her. That like she could have been one of the nasty friend, one of the mean friends. I mean, she's not white, but like there's. That wasn't she didn't she didn't do it for me. Um I mean kudos to her. I honestly feel like Buster Rhymes did a better job in his role than she did in hers, and he was terrible. So, you know, them two together canceled it out, so I guess she did good, but um their relationship to me was not earned and I hate it. I don't know, is it too early to talk about her ending or No, we can talk about it. Um, I don't like this idea of tokenism. I don't like using black people or marginalized people to, um, be window dressing for the story for a white person. So I definitely do not like, regardless of how terrible she was, I don't like this fridging. Like there's this thing in comics where you have the superhero and his girlfriend is murdered and that's his motivation for now. I got to become a cape hero and mm. such, and I don't like that. And that's what I feel like happened here. Um, you set her up just to be that grounding center force for Malik and to give him this hope for the future, just to kill her because she served her purpose. Mm. Killing her was like this big thing for him. And it's like, I didn't like it. It was, it was terrible for the character. It was terrible for the actress. The actress was terrible. It was all around very bad. Um, and this is why we got several seasons of Top Model where she was just equally as horrible because of this film. I um, <laughs> no, I'm just Top Model's but, a reality show. <laughs> no, no, but to be quite honest, I I I thought she was okay. She was mediocre, but. I I I think there were a few times where she really pulled me out of the movie and I honestly and truthfully hate the ending where she was killed cuz like what what purpose did that serve? Mm-hmm. Why not kill Malik? And that's not me even like being like, "Oh, kill the man instead." No, like out of all the history they had with one another, why not and why not just shoot her? Like why not shoot her? Why kill her? Could you not have shot her in the in the shoulder? Mm. Like, and like knock her out good, and then I don't know. But maybe I'm wanting too much for '95 and for this man and his girlfriend. But I didn't like. I didn't like it. Mm. Read it. Deja Tyra Banks. Terrible. Fucking awful. Trash. Her hair. I can't think of any like any redeeming moment for her. It makes perfect sense that she was fucking the director because anybody else. Yeah. Anybody else that auditioned her would have immediately ejected her from whatever the whole oh. building. You gotta go out the whole goddamn no. building because that shit was so stinky that we gonna have to air this shit out before we can have anybody else even mm-hmm. come in here and try. It was trash. That whole scene where she was like, "Nothing is wrong with you." Even her dying, I didn't even feel bad because I was too busy looking at like how horrible the death scene was. Mm. Uh, it wasn't Omar the relate because I see Omar Epps have relationships with women that were believable. 
I believed his relationship with Sanaa Lathan in mm-hmm. Love and Basketball. Like, I believed that they could have mm-hmm. been together. I ain't believe this shit. Anyone because of him. It's because of her. There's a reason why she didn't go on to become a big she movie star a after role, this. Though. Okay. <laughs> There's a reason why she didn't become a big movie star after this. And being pretty in Hollywood will get you a long way because it this definitely wasn't her mm-hmm. talent. Because Jesus Christ. When I tell you every time she was on this, the, the fucking TV screen, I was just like... The whole, you know, you got to stop doing this. You do more of this. Oh, the, the the tutor scene. I wanted to push her out that chair. I was like, girl, get the hell out of here. And him too for being so dumb. It just was bad. And I can't even give it for it being a 90s movie because I've seen other movies made at this time. Boys in the Hood. Well, them characters did that shit okay <laughs> that was fine this shit though listen it was so terrible I can't I don't even have the words to describe how much it makes me feel better to know that she was fucking him because I was really wondering how that happened and now it makes sense and I can be okay <laughs> because niggas do a lot of shit for hey, so I get damn it damn right it makes more You're sense now. Right. I'm all right with it. I can go on. Thank you for that explanation. That yeah. helped me because I was confused as fuck. She was That's best. how I feel she about Deja. Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trash. I don't think I could have put it any better. Now, uh, Tyra Banks was horrible. Um, her acting was very bad, I think. And I just, let me go on record of saying she should never do love scenes. Ever. Because her shoulder? That shit looked gross, nigga. That shit when she was licking <laughs> on him, and I was just like, "Okay, you need to chill." That looks you look you look uncomfortable. That don't look real. The chemistry was very off. Um, <sighs> yeah, I was eating when that scene came on. I yeah, her mm. dying was very bad. Um, very, but they were in a very. They were in a relationship. He wanted his woman Weren't in a movie, they? and he put her in this one. And there's not Wasn't much. She also in love and basketball. Yeah. So, but she had well, a bit part. No, like her love and basketball part was very short. It worked though. It was just as his uh, who right. he was gonna marry before he left her to go back with Sonali. Right. It, it was small. Yeah, small. <laughs> you saw her at the very yeah, end. Yeah, it was because they said um, she actually didn't die in this movie. Like, so that was her character. She went to the hospital. And- stop. Okay. Let okay. me stop. Rain is on some crazy shit tonight. He's drunk. Um, no, man. I just feel like Tyra Banks was horrible. I- mm-hmm. But again, and I'm, I'm on the same, I'm on the same um, thing with Red. It really helped to know that her and <laughs> John Singleton were together at the time to know yeah. that because nobody's like, you know what? Let's put Tyra Banks in this role. Nobody's saying it. Even when she was on Fresh Prince of Bel Air, oh, yeah, she was. Yeah, good. but you, when she was like the basketball chick. But you know what? When she was on Fresh Prince, it when just, I think Will being goofy, and she was just like, oh well, let me. I can't act very well, but if if Will does his Will thing, then it can work. And that's what it had, that's what worked for me. And she wasn't in a lot of scenes, and that she was hooping. 
She wasn't. She wasn't. Um, good for and for good reason because anybody mm-hmm. else knows not to do that shit. But John was fucking her mm-hmm. and blinded by ass, and that's why he did it. Yeah. And that makes so much more yeah. sense. Yeah, her death scene was very, very horrible. It was terrible. Trash. Um, it's like horror film. Where they get this blood? And I know you said it was the night in '95, but the blood was they just too close. Sir, I think. <laughs> I think John Singleton wasn't worried about what the blood looked like, but what it meant because she died. Well, he went with the wrong thing. Well, when you put your girlfriend in there and she can't act, you need to be worried about every little detail in all of her yeah. fucking scenes because she, everything need to be perfect because she ain't going to be. So everything surrounding her needs to work because she, she ain't. <laughs> I'm just glad that... um. I, I'm I'm just glad that we got over with and we really didn't get a lot more Tyra Banks roles like that. But Tyra mm-hmm. Banks was a shit at one point in time. Like she had her own talk show, all kinds of shit. So well, even Not that bad. was problematic. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's terrible. I love it. She just ain't good. I I watch um what is it? America's Got Talent. She hosts oh, on that. I, I thought it was America's. She started hosting I thought it was a dance one. So you think you could dance? Mm-hmm. This America oh. got talent. <laughs> it was America's because I it's either her now or Terry Crews. Oh. They switched. Okay. And so, uh, yeah. trash. She's off. So her personality. She just don't have a personality. Like, and so she tries to overcompensate, and it just comes across as cringe. Where you just be like, Tara. Yeah, she wasn't Stop. even really. Be- <laughs> she wasn't even don't. believable as like a runner. I was saying, yeah, like you should be hooping. Yeah. Like, why didn't he just let you hoop? <laughs> you were way taller than Omar Epps in this movie. I knew this was coming. Clearly, you dunking on him. <laughs> if Cole don't do nothing else, he gonna cast a tall woman as a basketball She's player. She's supposed to be hooping. <laughs> you got you Bro. got Omar Epps looking up to her her nose and be like, "Oh, Deja, I love you." Um, I do have to say this though. I know y'all was talking about her death and why she had to die, which I just feel like. John Singleton was trying to give us that that um gut wrenching moment of like, oh, like I think he was trying to make us feel pain and the death scene was so you gotta But that's the thing, you need to act a real actress to actually portray that. Like it was yeah. so bad. And plus, I'm gonna be honest with you. When I first seen her in the movie and she became his girlfriend, it was to me, I was just like, "Oh, she died!" Like this is when I oh, when wow. I very first seen the movie, I was like, "Oh, Yo. oh, something gonna." Ha-. I just I ain't gonna say she was dying. I just was like, "Oh, something gonna happen to her." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can, sometimes you can just feel it. It's like, "Oh, he get this mm-hmm. girl out of random talking to her." I was like, "Yeah, like why wasn't she at orientation or something? Same class? She was yeah." If Nia Long had been murdered. I would have been gut wrenching. That would have been like, oh God. Like no. Yeah. But. <laughs> I don't think Neil Long dies in boobies. I think she was like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Neil Long, like, nah. <laughs> I but but I'll wait to the. She's one of my picks for uh, people I would replace her with because I feel like it wouldn't have been. Tyra Banks is so whitewashed. Like, again, her. Malik, what are you doing? Like, it wasn't. It just wasn't. I know she was supposed to be like this suburban black. Yeah, when we get to we get to recasting, I got a pretty good one too. I I don't think y'all would would have thought about this one, but well, um, it's it's movie nerd knowledge time, guys. Uh, so let's get into it. The budget for the movie six point five million dollars. The movie made overall made thirty eight million. 
Oh. Yeah. So this okay. movie opened this movie opened up right. Martin Luther King weekend. Can you guys guess what number it opened at? Fourth. So Ray just saying fourth. Rain, where what where did where did this yeah. movie open? I'm gonna say one just to just to be probably two, but I'm gonna say one. Movie opened up at number two. Here are your mm. top five movies. Now check this. Here's the top five movies that we had um that weekend. Number one was Legends of the Fall, which starred Brad Pitt. Um, number two was Higher Learning. Number three, which is kind of crazy because that movie's I like that movie, Twitch but play. I didn't think a lot of people like it. Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight starring um Jada Pinkett. Black as fuck. That's I'm not a black, black that's movie. not that movie ain't black as fuck. You sure? I'm positive. She is her and another black woman in there. Dark Demon Knight was that's that's from for white folks. Mm. Number four, Dumb and Dumber. Though. And number five was Nobody's okay. Fool. Fuck I have no idea either. But we didn't know shout out. Fool <laughs> also, shout out to the number 10 honorable mention, which is one of my favorite movies, Far From Home. Oh. The, the Adventures of Yellow Dog. <laughs> Wait. The, you said Far From Home? Yeah. That was number 10. They remade nobody's food. So, oh, and house guest. Shout out to house guest. That was number six with Sinbad. Yo, <laughs> um, it's it was at number two. It stayed at number two for at least three weeks, and then it started dropping after that. But it made a because people started <laughs> seeing people seen Tyra. But uh, oh, the movie, of course, made a profit. Uh, this just gave a lot more momentum to um, John Singleton. Now. Here's Damn. some interesting things. So, according to John Singleton, the movies was—I uh, said this earlier—movies was based on his college experience while he was attending USC. Now, Singleton says that the DVD and co- DVD commentary that the scene which Remy walks up to Malik and he voices his opinion about the Black Panther T-shirt. I don't know if you guys remember that. Um, was based. Yes, that was based on an actual event that <laughs> happened to him. Malik beat the guy up. John Singleton never beat up the guy that did that to him. Yeah, I could tell. That's crazy. So, we were talking about the ending. John Singleton's original script actually had Remy shoot Malik um, by the sniper rifle. However, Singleton believed that it would have been too harsh for the audience, so he decided to change it and go with Malik's girlfriend. He's going to kill a black woman? Yeah, kill the woman. <laughs> That's not harsh. That's so, <laughs> so, Right. How is that better? So there's a ton of casting news on here that is like crazy. Some of it I think is a little shady, but we'll see. First thing nah. I first thing I found out, Tupac Shakur was originally set to play the role of Malik Williams, but he was jailed shortly after getting the part. So if y'all remember, you know, Tupac um, got into a situation in New York where it was a rape hmm. trial and he actually hmm. got arrested for that wow. that rape situation. So, yeah. so Tupac originally huh. was supposed to be in Malik. So, Rid- yeah, I know. Like, that was the thing about Singleton. <laughs> he wanted to work with Tupac so bad, but every time he would cast Pac in something, something would happen to Pac. So, that's crazy. Oh, fan club ass nigga. No, you on one at night. Um, John Singleton yeah. wanted, get this, Leonardo DiCaprio to play Remy. Um, do a better job. Michael Rappaport was originally supposed to play Scott Moss. Now DiCaprio was uh was cast, but he was unable to do the movie because he was um actually doing a movie called The Quick and the Dead. 
So he ended up taking Rappaport and made and got him to play on Remy. I don't think if he had played Remy, Remy would not have been, you wouldn't have been able to empathize at all. <laughs> like the awkwardness that Michael mm-hmm. Rappaport brought to that role and how fucking mm-hmm. like he seemed autistic. I don't know that Leonardo DiCaprio would have pulled that off. Like, I feel like he would have just seemed like a dick yeah. and nobody would have mm-hmm. gave a fuck. Even when he started crying at the end and was like, I'm sorry. Like nobody would care. Yeah, I, I think, Michael Rappaport's awkwardness is what saved that character for me. And I don't know that Leonardo mm. DiCaprio could have been awkward. What do you think, right? <laughs> Fuck Michael Rappaport, and I didn't feel shit for him in this movie. I'm, I didn't go through school of EQ and empathy training like you read. I'm not a therapist, so maybe that's it. But I didn't give a fuck about him. I don't give a damn about your sad boy tears, your awkward. I don't give a fuck. He should have killed himself in the middle of the movie we should have never got to act three i have no sympathy for him the cops treated him with care while they had malik in handcuffs so i don't give a fuck i wish they had to stump that nigga's head in i wish malik had pushed him out that damn stained glass window that's what i thought he was gonna do no i have no sympathy i don't care how awkward you are i don't care about your mental health i don't care about none of that shit because at the end of the day your whiteness protects you with your ailments and i and i believe you like Hearing you talk about him, it I can see how he could be um on a spectrum if that's PC. Um, but that doesn't I don't that doesn't give him a pass for me because there's too many people with autism. Well, no, no, yeah, pass. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to suggest yeah. he was like, oh, this <laughs> racism is okay because he's no, 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 no. I I didn't think you meant that, but no, I don't. <laughs> it makes it hard to empathize because there are so many people with autism who have not gone through and done this and i know we are a collection of our traumas and past experiences but at the end of the day if you are so easily talked into this role which okay it happens but you are not just okay oh this is gonna sound so weird i was not empathizing with the the lead nazi but to me, it was like, okay, he's telling you, go here, get a degree, get into the, the world and protect your Aryan brothers. You going out and because you feel like a sad boy, you impact the lives of so many other people. He told him to go shoot them. He told him to, he told him to go and kill them. But yeah, prior to that, you still are so impressionable that you don't mind nigga this nigga that you jews you not white you a jew girl what we look the fucking same it's just i don't know i was just like so no i don't i think leo leo it's like what but what do you think about the actors i think leo would have done a good job after seeing him over the years and then also in django saying nigga 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 <laughs> he would have did it he would have did a good job mm. um he wouldn't have had i know you don't know oh, but i think <laughs> the, but i think that singleton was trying to make him not be like this mm-hmm. completely awful character i don't feel like you would have got that i have not seen leonardo dicaprio play in anything where he was like this awkward kind of like he don't he don't get that energy but you know i I, i'm with you ray i still would have preferred him but based off of what you're saying i'm i'm kind of with you i'm i'm on your side then yeah 
Because I feel like he would have gave Django energy in this movie. And, like, everybody would have just been cheering and shit at the end when he fucking died. Like, it wouldn't have been where you're like, oh, well. Like, it wouldn't have been that shit at all. Yeah, like, okay. I'm with it. It would just been like, right. fuck that I'm nigga off top. I'm with it. Uh, I'm, I'm probably the only person that's like, I want to see Leo do it. I would I would have loved to see Leo be Remy. I just feel like he, whenever he plays a role, he 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 goes in. So, I, I would have mm-hmm. loved to see what Leonardo DiCaprio would have uh um, look like as Remy. I don't know if he has that range to do that. Like he's such a fucking he Leonardo DiCaprio. Like I don't think he can lead that up. There. <laughs> I don't know because <laughs> I think I think Leo didn't become Leo. He was Leo in the nineties, but he didn't get Leo status to like two thousands for real. Teenage heart fucking magazines. Like <laughs> like, but I'm talking about like the acting, like the heavy yeah. acting shit. Like I feel like he was. When was, oh, was he doing the quick? Have you seen the Quick and the Dead? I haven't. Watch the Quick yeah. and the Dead, and you'll be like, "Oh, I get it." Yeah. It was '95. I just can't see it. I can't see him being awkward. Maybe he could pull it off, but I—he's not a. An, awkward kind mm. of an actor to me. Michael Rappaport awkward as fuck. So like he brought that weirdness there, to that role. There was an actress that was beat out for the role of Deja. Tyra Banks beat this actress out for the role of Deja. No, she did. Can because you she was guess who she beat out to be Deja? Rain? Vanessa Williams. Oh, Hold on, y'all Williams. both talked at the same time. I, I need Rain. Sorry. Vanessa Williams, yeah. Red? Why <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Like, what nobody think about Vanessa Williams? No, you talking about the light skin Vanessa? Williams? Yeah. Nigga, get red. <laughs> Serious answer, please, red. I don't know, but I feel like it's gonna make me. Brandy, <laughs> could you give? You're done, Rain. <laughs> red, I need an answer. Who do you think that that Tyra Banks beat out to be Deja? Ninety-five. Um, I don't know. I feel like I still feel like Neil Long. He uses people from previous movies. So Tyra Banks beat out Vivica A. Fox for the role of Deja. I mean, it was gonna be trash. <laughs> yeah, she's been an auntie her whole life. Yeah, that, it, it was, was gonna, gonna be, be too that game. Regardless, <laughs> you. Like, he just really didn't give a fuck about that role. Dumb your two options, nigga. Bye. When your man I'm is not gonna fighting lie. back against the KKK, I would have. You don't give. I would have went with Vivica Fox over Tyra Banks. She would have did a better job. She would have done a job. She would have been better than than you need to do more of this <laughs> and more of this. And that sex mm, scene would have been a little bit better. Game. I'd have seen Booty Call. I he should did Queen Latifah. She would have been better. Oh, Rain. I don't know what you've been she drinking tonight. Have. And the last like, one. Who you calling the bitch? Oh, Stop. <laughs> and the last one. You and I see why. This is very interesting. So, um, there were two choices before Lawrence Fishburne to play Professor Phillips. Do you guys want to guess or you just want me to tell you? I don't know a man... I want to. I say Denzel. I know it's not it, but I'll just say Denzel. You're close, actually. Rain. So originally, John Singleton wanted Sidney Poitier to play Professor Mm. Phillips. He wasn't available at the time, so Singleton 
so Singleton's second choice was Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson oh. couldn't do it because he got hired to another movie. He couldn't. He was obligated to another movie. So um, that and the studio actually said, because you worked with Lawrence Fishburne before, we want you to work with him again. I can't see Sidney Poitier. I don't doing think. No, like, I really feel like. Well, first of all, Sidney Poitier would have been like, "I ain't doing that shit." Sidney <laughs> Poitier would have been like, I, "I know who you are, John Singleton. You hire me. I do what the fuck I want to do. I have several Oscars, my nigga. So it ain't it." Um, and I think John Samuel Jackson would have been like, "I ain't doing that shit." I think. I really I feel like see, yeah, I, I honestly feel like that was a Lawrence Fishburne move. I think Lawrence Fishburne was like, let me try something different. I just don't think well, so. Well, no, honestly, I Grant, so. I think so, because this nigga was on Pee Wee's Playhouse. What? So I feel like he would be like, you know what, let me test this out. <laughs> so, yeah. I just don't want to think that no, he tested this. Now, I honestly, if, if Professor was... Phelps would have been City Portier, I would have loved to see what that would have looked like. How not to be funny, but how tall was he? Because Omar is not a tall dude. So if they if they eye to eye, no, Sidney Poitier is tall dude. About he's tall. Okay, okay. Right. yeah. Is he tall? He not tall. He don't People say tall. I look short. Nigga, you like six two, <laughs> but everybody be like, I thought you were short. <laughs> I was sitting down. Bitch. People, That's people say you look like a short guy. So I don't know. I think oh, he's six two. I told you. Okay, he's six two. Sidney Poitier was a short dude. He from the old school. Like, oh, that means he's tall. He was not <laughs> tall. Wasn't no short niggas back in the day. Oh, hey, was short. You ain't seen Cotton Cotton Harlem. Oh, nigga. Oh, Cotton Cotton Harlem. That nigga is a tall nigga. Don't get out of here. You better get out of here with that. I don't okay. think. I don't think Samuel Jackson would have been good for this role, though. I can't motherfucker, see that. if you don't get y'all broke asses out my class. <laughs> You financial aid bitches. <laughs> that, those are some interesting recastings or cast or, or alternative castings. This would have been a completely different movie if some of these would have went through. Mm-hmm. For real. Interesting. Yeah. All right. We are at the categories part of the podcast, and we're gonna start off with, of course, the, my favorite, my favorite part. Where did you rewind? What was some of your favorite scenes of the movie? Let me go first, and then y'all can do whatever y'all want to, because I know y'all gonna okay. be wild and crazy and be mad and woke. So, <laughs> first of all, I really enjoyed that. It's one small scene where Fudge, look, let's take a trip around the world, and he goes on these different little factions of what's on campus. I thought that was pretty funny, um, and I like the 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 very end of it where he was like. He was like, y'all, all of y'all are, uh... Y'all some trained Negroes. <laughs> so as you hear a bell, y'all go running. I thought that was a pretty good scene. I like that scene. When they go to the frat house to beat up Billy. <laughs> and they walk on camp, they walk on the frat house. When they walked up there, there was, and all the white dudes were like, oh, shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are they doing here? And... For me, it was when they grabbed Billy, when you got Buster Rhymes and Ice Cube grabbing this little white dude and dragging him outside. It's like, hey, man, like, what's going on? <laughs> like, I like that scene. And I like the very end when the security comes up and they're just like, yo, bust out some ID. He's like, man, don't give them nothing. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they busting up their party and stuff like that. And um, I don't got but three. 
the the scene after they get into the fight with the skinheads and uh bust around and sitting up there talking about some yeah we busted here we whooped their ass and and cube is just like we ain't do shit what are y'all talking about see how he sold my shit up knuckles all fat shit side though it's all good Whipped his ass so bad his stepmom's gonna feel me for the next three birthdays out this motherfucker. Look what his homeboy did to the side of your head. What you talking about, kid? This shit? He ain't fading nothing over here, though. One ass whooping, man. They still want. How you figure that, man? Look around you, man. They own this shit. They own this couch you sitting on. Them shoes you got on your feet. This building, this school, this country, you? We behind enemy lines, dawg. One beat down and never compare to 439 years of captivity. Never. Show them no shit. Freshman. Um, I really like Fudge in this movie, but I'm stepping on another category. But those are really like the only three that I like. Because I don't like anything between Malik and Deja. I think they chemistry suck. And it was a mm-hmm. couple of parts with Mr. Phelps, but he just wasn't in here enough for me to give him something to go back and watch. So that's all I got for mine. What about you, Red? I mean, the scene where they took up for um, Regina King's character, mm-hmm. I did like that scene. Um, and I did like, I liked when, <laughs> I liked the confidence on the skinhead's face when they first walked up and then the fact that they all got their ass whooped oh, he was like, big boy yeah. big boy got whooped <laughs> he's like yeah <laughs> yeah exactly got your y'all ass talking whooped. about um fudge was a super senior this nigga is that one 48 he wasn't in school none no, of them the only person out of that out of those skinheads was uh that was in school was remy all of them dudes remy? they were just there just to eat but oh. that's what I'm saying. Them kind of people, they probably go on campus and just try to recruit. See somebody that look along. Because he was all by himself looking yep. sad when the nigga found him. That's probably what they do. They just go to college campuses and recruit mm. stupid people. Or easily impressionable yeah. people. That's probably it. This movie was very difficult to watch for so many different reasons. And so I didn't really have a favorite gotcha. part. Rain, did you have any favorite scenes of the movie? I don't have any favorite scenes, but I did rewind. And it was right after the track meet, that argument between Malik and Morris Chestnut. Ain't no next time, man. All I'm saying is this, bro. I got a lot riding on this, man. I'm not about to let my stats get blown. You're the only weak link on this team, bro. You listen to me, man? Fool, all you is, all you ever gonna be is a runner. Like a horse. You're just a slave. Too ignorant to know. Ignorant to know? We call ignorant, bitch. Hey, hey, man, hey! hey, 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 hey we're a team, man! man. That shit, no. Yo, we gotta stick together, black man! Come on, man! Come on, Come on, get your shit together, bitch! Get that shit together! I thought that was interesting. Um, because you they did set up Malik as, like, this showboating, that nigga. And then you show that he couldn't hang, and then having more chestnut come in, like, this is my life. Like, I need this. And I think pairing him with that white girl at the end, like, right at the end of that scene, was almost to make it seem like, oh, he a sellout. But, like, no, nigga, no matter who I'm fucking, I still need this fucking 
you know, just my career, my track career to go right. So I really, really did like that. And I like the way that scene was shot, too. They're like down the hall. Mm-hmm. And these four niggas was just arguing. Yeah. I was like, okay. And then that's also a scene where, if I'm remembering correctly, Fudge's teachings kind of started to be regurgitated by Malik. Because mm. I think he was like, yeah, what you, you just want to run. You you ain't got no other skill or some some shit he was saying about it. And I was like, okay, I, I see this. I thought we would have gotten more of that, but that's probably the only point where I would have rewound that and then the very end, because I love the way that, um, what's her name, Kristen was like, taken care of at the end that was so, so spectacular <laughs> but no just that hallway scene after the track <laughs> that's the only place i rewound it was nightmare <laughs> hey. on the way up or down what actor or actress was moving in a good or bad direction after this movie rain who you got it's the whole damn cast pretty much you gotta pick one yeah. sir oh, okay. um I'll, I'll say Ice Cube. Shit, he um, you know, between working and movies and you know just being a fucking celebrity, like he didn't slow down. Because mm-hmm. what was Friday was ninety seven, no, right? Was, Friday came out the same year. Oh well, yeah. Oh, that nigga. Of oh, yes, <laughs> that nigga was doing <laughs> big things. Right. So yeah, I, I'll say Ice Cube. He um, he definitely was on his way up. Red. Say Omar Epps. I, hey, I didn't even think about that. The last thing that I know about him being so like he was doing a lot he was of like the nineties <laughs> king. He did everything. He hooped, he ran track, he played football, yep. he <laughs> he was a detective, he was everything. So um I would say him because he was able to it, he went to switch to television, but he still mm-hmm. was doing stuff. Like he was House still, was a successful show. Was and it didn't very to me it wouldn't work without his yeah. character either. Uh, yeah, it did. He did really good. So I would say mm. him because of that. What's the movie? Well, it looks like Rain stole my thunder, but I'm still gonna go with it. Ice Cube. No, just because this was Ice Cube moving in a different direction as far as like his acting career was going, and then he got to a point where Friday came out the same year, and Friday was directed, written, and directed by him. So he was actually getting his chops up under him too. Mm-hmm. And shoot, to be honest with you, man, Cube. Cube been in a lot of movies and he's done a lot of like to see where he started and then to see you know when he gets to a point where he's just like are we there yet <laughs> type movies and stuff like that yeah family friendly yeah, yeah like I think that's that's a good transition for him so I most definitely feel like Cube didn't slow down um I felt like he kept going and kept his foot on the gas he still put out good stuff so Regina King is still oh, yeah. working, and I will forever. Every time I hear her voice, <laughs> I will forever see Boondocks and Riley and Huey. um, what's the other mm-hmm. one? Huey, Huey and Riley forever. Whenever I hear her voice, yeah. that's all I see is Boondocks. Now, um, love man. that fucking show. Uh, okay. Next category, I want that Oscar. This can go two ways. It can be a particular actor or actress who who is overacting in the movie or a particular mm-hmm. actor or actress that was acting their ass off in this movie. In my notes and on the questionnaires that I send you guys, it says, please pick one actor or actress, please. Red. I mean, really? <laughs> I don't feel like anybody acted their ass off. If you want an overacting person, <laughs> it was Tyra. 
Um, she's fucking terrible. Um, I don't. I mean, like I said, I feel like Michael Rappaport did a good job as Ruby in the him being awkward and like that part because there was again what he did was fucked up. There's no redemption for that, but his character was more. He wasn't one dimensional. Like I feel like them other skinheads because we didn't really get any back, and they just mm. seemed they were just dicks. They were very one dimensional. I don't feel like Remy was because you saw him from the beginning just trying to fit in, and nobody right. gave a fuck because he's fucking mm-hmm. weird. Um, and so I think he did a good job of portraying him as a more well rounded character than just he a white a white supremacist mm. who shot somebody. Like I, he wasn't just that. Um, so Michael Rappaport is your guy. <laughs> um, the Christopher Columbus statue was like, no, um, I'm gonna go with Michael as well, and mainly because even though I, I said everything I said so far, he, his scenes where he was excited and like had to like be manic and over the top, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he did a really good job, and I also point to him and this may be just you know john's writing but remember the scene where <laughs> fudge came in and turned that music loud as fuck <laughs> and it was like how would you feel and somebody's like i'll beat your ass and he turned around and did the exact same thing to his roommate like once he got uh, a position upon. so it's yeah. even like tracking the progression of his character and and seeing how much like Riz said, he just wanted to belong to the point where you have mimicked your oppressor and now you are ex- exuding, for lack of a better word, your power in the exact same way that, that you've seen power pressed upon you. Because you're not even emulating the skinheads. You're emulating this black man and the fear that he put into you. You're put- So honestly, I would go with him because mm. that progression... um. And then his like manic, oh, uh, I'll I'll kill the nigga, and I just, like he it was a lot. It, he was, fucking he was do a it, lot. man. Yeah, like oh, oh, definitely. And uh, I just I don't know. It's insane. Even when like when Kristen came, when when that whole situation happened with Kristen mm-hmm. and Billy, and Billy like came out with his pants, and everybody was clapping and all of that shit, and he was just like. Yes. Like just awkward and weird and completely not reading the room and not seeing Billy was upset and not happy about this shit. He just yeah. could not Billy yeah. was like, like, you, you, Who the fuck are you, man? Exactly. And he was like, Who the fuck are Billy you? Billy was like, Who the fuck are you? Fuck you, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugh, this movie fails so many people. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Alright. You, I'm man. gonna. I'm most definitely gonna be the one that's gonna. I'm gonna do. If y'all ain't gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Overacting. Tyra fucking Banks was. Mm-hmm. We know she was horrible, yeah. but some of that shit. Oh, so you think I got it easy? Hell yeah, I think you got it easy. Easier than me. You know them girls I stay with. Yeah. Every single time something comes up missing, who you think they look at? Huh? Who you think they look at? And. I feel like fighting. I feel like beating people up. So why don't you? It's a waste of time. Instead, I fight with this. And I'm getting mine. But you gotta stop doing this all the time and start doing this. And 
Quit worrying about what people are thinking about you. She was overacting because she just didn't know how to act. <laughs> so she was. Her boyfriend. It was so much. I keep doing. <laughs> I keep going back to this because that is the sh- dumbest shit ever. You got to stop doing this and start doing more of this. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. You're terrible. And that love scene, I keep going back to that because it was gross. I've never really look, let me say something. I'm here for I'm here for all the love scenes in the movies all the time. But Mm -hmm. that I've never said like, ooh, like I'm (laughs) I've never just been like, ugh. Like she was just licking him like I have no idea what that was. No idea. And 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 the biggest problem was she was casting wrong. I'm finna go back to it, Ray. Why was she hooping? She should have been hooping. Malik was looking up at her at her up her nose, like, hey baby, I love you. And then Mm-mm. and her death scene was she did the, the infamous why for her death scene. Why? Yeah, that was weird. Oh god. That I forgot. was very weird. Oh, and it was delayed. It's like and I know she was shot, so yeah. It was but, delayed. But his was too. Like at the end when he when he finally made sound, I was like, why? Why did you spend three Danger. minutes of like silent? Which I would have been good with that, but then he started making. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, pick one or the other. But yeah. So I yeah, my I have to give the award out to her because the overacting award because her acting was so bad and she was. <sighs> but yeah, those this, this, those reasons alone. Good but they alone. they needed a sport that both of them compl- They should have made them swim. That should have been it. They okay, been one. Swimming. Stop! <laughs> what? She, she, she tall. She this long. That, what was that? What was that movie with with Terrence Howard about the swim team? I can't remember. This ain't that ain't this movie, buddy. Put him on the swim right. team. Both play Who the fuck asked why when they get sniped? Well, I'm not gonna ask why all, when I get sniped. She should have been dead. Her death took at least three minutes. Who the fuck shot me? Mm. <laughs> she said, she said, Ooh, wow. not why. <laughs> That's a sniper. But <sighs> next category. Mm. What was the moral of the of the of the story and did the director get his point across? Red, what was the moral of this movie? No. What was the moral of the story of this movie? And did John Singleton get his point across? I don't know what his moral was supposed to be, but he did <laughs> not get it across. Like I said, I think that <laughs> Yo. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Listen. I think that, again, I said this earlier, with the level of, of racism that he was wanting to showcase and in such an exaggerated way in this movie, for him to round it up with them white tears at the end, I just, I don't really know. Because that whole we are the world shit at the end, it don't sit right in my spirit. So I don't know what he was trying to accomplish, but he didn't accomplish it because I'm confused as fuck. Mm. Like I just, it was over the top, and the ending. He, uh, uh, I don't know. Rain. <laughs> um, one of two things, or or maybe two things at once. Either maybe we are not all that different, which I hope that's not it, because that was terrible. But that was mentioned by his roommate before. 
Okay, I'm sorry. Why was everyone just able to like switch rooms? But whatever. Yeah, I didn't um, understand. I was like, what the fuck? How did they do it? Paperwork Nobody put in. You just had to tell like, that everybody, shit out. Like everybody was like, he was like, yeah, man, I just want to be my own people. Uh, sir, what? You're painting this on your t- <laughs> but whatever. Um, and maybe, maybe, and I'm being generous. Maybe. Everyone has their prejudices. Mm, you took or, my shit. Okay, well, let me go the back. Or everyone, or or be aware of indoctrination. Um. So is that with the unlearn? Yes. With, well, like, first of all, yes. why get that off of my get that off of my screen? What the hell? <laughs> Uh, like, you didn't understand Professor Phelps walking under the American flag and him typing out unlearn. You didn't get it. Unlearn. You didn't brother. get it. Shut up. Unlearn what the America has put in your system. Frederick Douglass. Okay. Fudge Jackson. Um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll. Unlearning it for the black people wouldn't do it. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense yeah. because. Omar could unlearn and he's still gonna be beat up by the police on that fucking campus. Like nothing will change for him. What the fuck? Mm. <laughs> unlearn what? I don't what? think he did a good job um <laughs> at getting his message no. across. This honestly should have just been a movie about white people. Like <laughs> don't even add the, the Negroes into this. The night skins. So <laughs> terrible job. Yeah, that was mine. Prejudices <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Like, everybody has prejudices, and we should know that. That's what I got. Now, did he get it across? Hell yeah, because everything was so heavy-handed in the movie. How could he not get it across? Like, it was so much stuff that was just... The the kicker for me was basically the end, where we've all brought this up, but, like, when mm-hmm. Malik is going up the steps trying to get to Remy, and Remy's trying to come yep. down, and he's just like, I'll kill you. And then, and I was watching the behind the scenes, and somebody's like, you didn't notice that it was... George Washington and Thomas Jefferson that was watching. No, we book. didn't notice it. But they were saying it was some symbolism behind that. But when uh when he was just like and and Remy he, the police comes and beat him down and Remy runs and he's just like he can't escape and then just like no man like you can still be an engineer like you can still be somebody you know what I'm saying he's just like I just wanted to I just wanted to yeah, go to school I just, I just wanted to be somebody and he blows his brains out it's Dylan Roof oh. right. go get so I just I feel like yeah he got it across because it was very heavy handed on a lot of different racist things that were happening on the campus and I, look the movie was racist from the very from the opening fucking scene we just knew that it was fucking was she was racist. like let me grab my purse because this guy who clearly goes to school with me but you know <laughs> i'm just gonna do it anyway but see that that's why if that was the message i don't like it if your message is that everybody has their prejudices my problem with that is that everybody's prejudices don't mm-hmm. get other people keep it's not on the same right. level it's not the same. I'm sorry. You can't. You can't just say, "Well, everybody's prejudiced," because that is the equivalent of, "Well, there are bad guys on yeah. both sides." Is that it's not the same? Like, if if your being prejudiced can result in the deaths of people or the mistreatment of people, right. our prejudice ain't the same. Me disliking white people and white people disliking me very mm-hmm. different. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. even if that was the message, mm-hmm. I don't like it. Wasn't it. Done well. I don't like because I feel like at the end you just kind of whitewashed it or made it more at, like appeasable right. for white people mm-hmm. in the end. 
and these are for everybody who listening to the podcast these are just opinion based like i don't i didn't look up and see what what um what he was actually trying to message he was trying to give we're just giving our opinion about this i just want to make that clear um next category could this be made in 2022 could this be a show and or a movie in 2022 what streaming service how many episodes i'll go first and say yes i think that you could do an eight episode show on hbo max set in today's time because good lord um there's a lot of things that this is this is from 95 and it's a lot of stuff that's still going on now um so i would like to kind of see if a whole new set of people i don't want malik and deja and all these other people plus with a lot of the different things that are happening now on college campuses like nil which is name image and likeness um that adds another what is that? so name image and likeness means that college students who play um sports in college mm-hmm. they can actually make money off of their name image, oh, okay and likeness. okay i didn't know that's what it's called yeah. okay so cool. um nil so um so i want to see that aspect of it especially from the point of view of someone who plays a sport in college as well so i think there's a lot of different factors that can happen i think it will work on hbo max um eight episodes let's see how that how that goes rain what about you could this be made 2022 it is it was on cnn the other night um i was just gonna say you don't even need to make it mm, just turn mm -hmm. on the tv i think if it was to be made, you have to be really intentional with what messages you're trying to give across and very intentional about the story that you're telling. Um, because as we all pointed out, there are a lot of things that are fucked up about this goddamn movie. Um, I think, of course, it could be made. Um, I would just be concerned about the creative team. And no, I don't need, oh, white people are evil and they're always trying to, I don't, I don't, that's not the story that I'm looking for. I just think to be so heavy handed with the skinhead thing, it's just like, do it, give us a limited series, I guess, I don't know, whatever. If there's not a streaming platform where black people can get money, then I guess HBO would be the next best step. Um, and I will put that story in the hands of the marginalized people who are represented. I would have white folks in the writer's room because I want to get your perspective, even if I completely disagree with it, because I want authenticity. But I don't want to center whiteness in whatever reboot we do. Mm. So I say HBO um, limited series. Um, I say six supersized episodes where it's not it's like an hour and 15 maybe and you go through the lives of these people in detail that makes it make sense where it doesn't feel like deja and malik met on monday and then by third period wednesday they were you know holding hands in love who's wrong with your girl man we you don't know this woman that's what's wrong with her um but no no i think i think it could work um i would just want to take even a um more serious look at it like more like a uh, docu-series style like the office of course without the comedy but like the office like abbott elementary that fourth camera documentary style show where you know you're you're getting oh my this is just such a shitty movie 
Um, actually, I take all that back. You don't need it. People always, they shooting up schools every fucking day. It's getting closer and closer to home every day. No, do not make this. Do not make this at all because you're giving the media another excuse to say that this terrible-ass white man who decided to go and murder a bunch of fucking people, oh, he's just misunderstood or he's dealing with XXX mental health issue or he's... No, so no, don't make this. We see it already. Give me something lighthearted. Give me boys in the hood. (laughs) Red... Wait, did you already? Did you go? Oh. Um, no, but I didn't. But that's my answer. I don't think it needs to be made. Um, mm. Not now. Uh, because I feel like at the time that high learning was made, it right. wasn't televised. Right? This shit was going on, but it wasn't televised. We're already just swamped with this shit all the time. I'm not going to go and sit in a theater and watch real life happen mm-hmm. through actors when I, it's right. it's happening mm-hmm. currently. I don't think it needs to be made. I don't I don't think that I think it needed to be made maybe then because it wasn't as in the right. media as it is now, but like now I just think it would be over it's too much. And I, I don't think that you could do it in a way that mm-hmm. wouldn't have those problems. I just don't even know that you could and it not be problematic. I don't even know how you would successfully do that, especially considering what's going on without it being insensitive to all of this bullshit right. that we're already seeing. I just don't think it needs to be made. I wouldn't remake it. And my point of view wasn't like the shooting part of it. I just wanted something to show the difference. That Like my whole thing was really just, hey, like. What is it like on college now? Bit being depressed or being an athlete or mm. you know dealing with because those are things that I'm thinking when I'm thinking about making an eight episode show. I'm just thinking about dealing with what happens in college now, as far as from the point of view of racism, from the point of view of you know um the whole rape situation that happened with Kristen, just those things. Like I don't really want the the shooting part of it to show up, even though I know it's reality. But I, I get mean... we're both. So you want Gronish? Uh, Gronish was funny, though. (laughs) (laughs) I need something a little bit more serious. Um, You want more of a drama-based thing. Like a a little bit more adult euphoria or something. Yeah, I can see that. That would be... But I I, I completely respect both of y'all's point of views about it. And like I said, I did a lot of this stuff early. So... Mm -hmm. Um, That's cool, man. Alright, change two actors to make the movie better. Take two characters and change the actors slash actresses who would play them uh, that you feel like would make the movie better. Rain. Go. Um, You actually took one of mine. I had Tupac for Malik. And I didn't take him. That was originally with Cash. Yeah, I mean, but... Okay. That's what John Singleton did. That's... <laughs> No, <laughs> Singleton was like, "I want Tupac," and he was just like, "That but nigga yeah, was arrested." I could see, I could see Tupac. I was like, the whole time that he's actually who was on my mind. I was like, okay, I could see if I could think of anyone, it would be him. Um, and I actually wanted Gabrielle Union as um Deja. I think that she would have been a better choice and she is an actress who knows how to act and um back and back then i guess she whatever i just think she she got the height no bring it on was like was that 
That's two thousand. I think I was in high school. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. But either way, I think that she would have been a good um, actress, and you're keeping the same aesthetic. This little short nigga and this tall girl. Um, but I also thought Taryn should have been replaced with Demi Moore because her and Jessica Connelly look exactly alike. Jennifer, just like because I honestly, for the first few scenes, I was like, "Hold the fuck up." <laughs> Who am I looking at? Well, I had to go look her up. They look alike. Yeah. So white woke woman would have it most definitely had a personality. They, That's what I'm saying. She's. I think she's. From what I've seen, um, is a much better actress. <laughs> Demi would have been like, "Girl, we're not going to be lesbians today. We're going to fight for the." You know what? That's. I'm sorry, y'all. I shouldn't have said that. That was stupid. <laughs> but go ahead. But no. Um, I think Gabrielle. And um and Tupac would have would have killed him. Mm. Right. I think a handcuff could have replaced Tyra Bates. It did a good job. Um, I mean, it really don't take much to beat it. Yo, it was it was so Why? trash. No. Um, but I. T- <laughs> Yo. Yeah, it would have still been better. Sex scenes would have been better. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> she was trash. I'm sorry. Fuck. It was awful. It was so bad. Um, I said before, I feel like I could have seen Nia Long playing that character. Even though y'all say you've never seen her die. I still feel... And because he, like like I said, he he picks characters or people that have played in his movies before... I could have seen Nia Long mm. in that role and him choosing her. Um, or a hand puppet, because again, it would have been better. Oh um, it just would have been. Um, and I don't know about anybody else. I mean, I didn't really have a problem with any of the mm-hmm. other casting. Um, like I said, I would not. I think Michael Rappaport did a good job yeah, as Remy. Like I think he brought something to it that might have been difficult to get from somebody else. Ty, uh, Neil yeah. Long instead okay. of Tyra Banks. Huh. For days Interesting. And I think her scenes where she was checking him are like, like I just feel like it would have been yeah. more believable. It would have been she would have done a good job yeah. of doing that because she she's played characters before where she's kind of had to get somebody together. Mm. It would have been realistic, like when she was helping tutor him. Like I could see her doing all of those things and it appearing mm-hmm. much better huh. than what Tyra. Did. Box and too. again, hand puppets would have done too. But yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I um did a little digging for what I would what I would do for Deja. So of course you know I'm changing Deja out. I took. Yes. Uh, Nabouche Wright from Blade. She was the lead actress from Blade. Oh. And I would have made her Deja. I think she would have been way more believable. I think she has the acting chops. She was in, um, I think she was, yeah, she was in Dead Presidents also. She's a mm, really good right. actress. Very underrated as an actress. And I most definitely, Nabouche Wright would have been, I feel like she would have been perfect for that role. She uh, has an athletic build. Um, she most definitely can act. She can get them together if she needs to. I can also see her playing the intelligent role because she played a doctor in Blade. So I just feel like she would have been very good in this role. And for Mal- I would have changed Malik out. Now I'm probably gonna get some flack for this, but I was just like, 
Let's see. see if we can do it. Tay Diggs. I would have put Tay Diggs as Malik on here. Hmm. I would have made him Malik. I think he would have. <laughs> I just hear that bad Jamaican. I'm sorry. He's like, done I can't other think. movies. He's Stella. Stella. I know he has. I think I, he would. Oh, I think God, he would have pulled Malik off a little bit better than Omar Epps I, did. I agree. I agree. Because I feel like Omar Epps was in so much in in the nineties, and I was just like. Tay Diggs was really kind of getting his career started, and I feel like if you would have put, I, this is what I was how I was looking at. I was like, "Yo, if you could take um, Cuba Gooden Jr. and put him in Boys in the Hood and make it work, why can't you take Tay Diggs and put him in this kind of movie and make it?" I just feel like it would have just would have felt a whole lot different, and I think it would have felt better, and I think it would have helped Tay Diggs a little bit more. I mean, even though he was in like stuff like The Wood and. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. I, I feel like Tay Diggs would have. I hated his whiny ass character. <laughs> but I feel yeah. like I feel like this would have been a, a good. I think this would have been able to. I feel like Tay Diggs can act. He's not the greatest actor in the world, but I feel like he would have pulled. He he would have pulled it off. He got range. I don't know if he would have done better. I just feel like I, I feel like I it was just it. Omar Epps oversaturation, <laughs> like he did. Omar Epps. Did, well, that nigga can't help that he Wait, was the nigga at the I, time. I, I, I'm not taking that away from him, but I just feel like shoot. I was like, oh yeah, um, give Tay Diggs a chance. He was athletic. He was athletic build at that time too. Like he would have been um believable as a runner and everything. I I feel like he could have pulled that off. Yeah, and I have an honorable mention. I'm sorry, I'm kind of going against the rules, but mm-hmm. I had to do this. So the the racist cop, Officer Bradley. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know who Robert Duvall the is, I don't know but I would have put Robert Duvall as the Robert. as the racist officer Bradley cop. Like I just feel like he would have did a better job. Robert Duvall, let me look this nigga up. Hey, he didn't play a racist cop before. I feel like he would have been perfect as like Officer Bradley. That old ass man, he was old like he even then. I mean, he would have been perfect as a. I dig rock and roll. I was just. <laughs> Don't you mm, hear him now? for rock and roll. Oh, a, <laughs> I just feel like don't you. He was in. He was in colors. Nineteen thirty one. I don't know if y'all ever seen colors before, but like yeah, but then nigga was fifty in colors. He was in. So ninety one right now. Even that's even more racism to go off of. I just feel like he would have. He would have been perfect. Well, he would have shot a bunch of you, people. Well, to turn that jungle film. music, jungle he bunny music down. I dig rock and roll. This is him holding up the, the flag. This is where we frown. Hey, hey, you can still be an engineer. I just feel like you. I don't know. No, you. That shit made me so mad. Them like coddling him. Oh, shot that nigga in the shoulders. <laughs> Damn. Oh, All right, here it is. The final category. This is it. This is what we're going for. Rain in your eyes. Because I know it's going to be wild, so let's get this out of the way now. Right, Who won the movie? This is the category where you pick one actor, or you pick one, an actor, a character, whatever you feel like it is in the movie that won. Who won the movie? Fudge. He won. You're not serious. He was a super senior. Yes, I am. <laughs> super senior. He was able to, not in doctrine, that's the wrong word. He was able to impart his wisdom in the minds of these young boys. He uh, had a a network 
of black folks and it felt like he was their leader these motherfuckers followed him and he wasn't a uh, negative person he stood up for black women he made sure that uh, he had a library full of the blackness he uh bucked the system a bit him and uh his dad <laughs> professor caribbean jerk chicken nigga they um had a close relationship and out of all the shit happening in this movie though he did not change when we were introduced to him and this idea of a super senior to me did not feel pathetic. It felt like he was going at the beat of his own drum. He was somebody who you could look up to. He stood by his word. And at the end he graduated, you know, I don't know what he did after the movie, but tracking him from the start to the end, did nobody fuck with him. He stood up for his own. He took care of his people the best way he could, and he made sure he was giving you that knowledge and standing up for himself and his folks to these fucking cops. They trying shit with the right one, because you know he, he he pushed back. He gave it to him. So I don't know. I think he won. He his girlfriend wasn't murdered. He didn't kill himself. He wasn't indoctrinated into anything. He just went through college and coasted. He was a lax, cool ass nigga with an afro that was always shaped up right. And I could stand behind that. Okay. Cool yeah, thing. Cool thing. Mr. White. Red. Who won the movie? Scott. <laughs> <laughs> you you the one that's gonna get the wild take off tonight. Oh my god. Scott won the movie? Scott won the movie. Scott was able to talk this indoctrinated ass dude into going and Ooh. shooting up a school got away and also emboldened the rest of his mm-hmm. followers because they don't even give a fuck that old dude died. they still power. at the end of the movie screaming mm-hmm. white power and he had that smirk Ooh. on his face because he knows he even more in control of these leftover niggas and he gonna get even more people to be mm-hmm. indoctrinated scott fucking won he committed a crime and got away yeah. with that shit like they ran for the police and was like chilling when remy got killed Scott fucking mm-hmm. won, and he gonna go on and live his whole little white supremacist life. Mm. Scott won. Mm-hmm. Damn, that was good. It was. That was good. That was wow. good, Red. Well, in my we do this show too much together, <laughs> I picked Fudge for the exact same yeah, reason. Yeah. Fudge was the conscience of the movie. Fudge was the one that was giving out all the the knowledge. Um, I, I think as F- Professor Phelps grounded the movie, but Fudge was the conscience of the movie. He was the social conscience of everything. He always had something like the cool thing about this is like this is Cube being like the wise man, and he was just you know mm-hmm. he he did every. Just like you said, he went through the, own, the beat of his own drum. Like he, that line when he was just like, "Y'all niggas is trained. Y'all hit a bell and y'all start mm-hmm. y'all start running." Um, he most definitely had all the knowledge. This um, the disappointment he had when he when Malik was like, "Yo, I need to read this book for class," and he was like, "You need to be putting something in your head, bro," and all this other stuff. I just felt like Fudge was. I even love the introduction of Fudge. Big ass afro with a pick in the back with the power black power fish under He was just mm-hmm. <laughs> turning around and went and didn't take shit. I think people took a lot of shit from white people, but he didn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fudge didn't take no shit from nobody, not even the police. 
Even when the police rolled up on him, was like, hey, let me see your ID. He pulled out his flashlight. He was like, let me see your ID. Police didn't say nothing. Or campus security didn't say shit. You know what I'm saying? So for me, mm-hmm. I just felt like with Fudge and the things that he was saying, because he wasn't a negative dude, he always had something, um, you know, he, uh, again, the whole city, he didn't have to, Regina, um, Regina King, Monet's character, mm-hmm. she's a freshman. He don't know her from a can of paint. And she goes to him mm-hmm. and just like, hey, like, they called me a black bitch. And he was just like, let's get the homies up and let's go. You know what I'm saying? Let's, we gonna handle it. You know what I'm saying? We gonna handle all of it and we not gonna get in trouble for it. So, to me, I just feel like with Fudge being the most wise and the, the conscious of the movie, I just felt like he won. Because at the end of the movie, he graduated. <laughs> he graduated from all that bullshit that he went through. He got he got out of school after everything that was done, after everything that he did. I just felt like he was the winner of the movie. Mm-hmm. You right about that, nigga. That's how I know me and you done this move, dude. Done, we have done this Bro, podcast. We the podcast. I'm saying, nigga, no, for real. <laughs> it's oh, we. I'm gonna come up with something next week, though. Something you thought wild. I was gonna say, John Singleton? Then <laughs> not win. No, he is the villain of this movie. <laughs> I do, I villain. do, I do want to say this before we wrap up the pod. Um, so we've done school days already. Um, mm-hmm. we've done school days and to see the, the differences between these Spike Lee's view of college and mm-hmm. John Singleton's view of college and how they, so, they're so far on two different. Well, I don't know. Rain, do you feel like they're like really two extremes or am I just tripping? I ain't going to say extremes, but I'll say they're two different experiences. Um, because if you think about. School days, the antagonists were other students and the locals. It wasn't police. It was it was things that when you, as a as a um director, I could see where maybe you grew up in a space or you're surrounded in a space where you're not you're not worried about it. But this is what, and I I never I didn't bring this up, but I meant to. I kept wanting to say. Just go to a HBCU, and I know that's mm. that's very reductive. That's very like because it's not an HBCU is not in every state, and they're not easily accessible all the time. But a lot of the problems that were had in this movie would have been corrected if you had have just gone to an HBCU. Like that would have solved a lot of this shit. And um, so I do think I want to say they're extreme polar opposites. I think they're on the same spectrum, maybe a little bit closer than we would want to imagine but i do see this as this the nigga that's you know from a certain area and he's giving you a more real down to earth and then you got this fucking artsy ass nigga that's giving you a surreal college life with musicals and homecoming weekend so yeah that's my story i would rather go to spike lee school them campuses is next door though each other. So. Stop saying like, that. about good and bad hair. You see, no, they're not. Clearly, oh, look, that listen. clearly school days are set in a southern HBCU. Don't do that. It's look. It's in Atlanta, Ohio. Go ahead, Red. <laughs> I was gonna say, hell, I went. I went to Auburn and Montgomery, and down from that is ASU. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alabama State. For those who don't know. 
Yeah, yeah, Alabama State University, which is a HBCU, mm-hmm. is right down the street from the college that I mm-hmm. did go to. And it, it isn't as bad, maybe, <laughs> but ASU in the hood. Yeah. Like, the projects are around HBCU the fucking school. Not. You drive through it, and then you at ASU. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and they were very close, so it's possible that we could be near each other. Mm-hmm. See? Down the street. I, let me just say this, and then we can wrap it up. Yes, okay. it's cool to go to an HBCU, but we why we acting like it wasn't no problem? Like we acting like Julian and and uh, Dap. and uh, Dap didn't have like it wasn't problems there. They were just they were just different types of problems. It was problems there too. Yeah, I'm thinking about the racial element, like a lot of the stuff that. But yeah, but I'll make this much longer. But yeah, I agree. I agree. You're right. <laughs> Still G five G. Alright, Red, tell everybody where they can catch you at, giving your socials, all that good stuff. Um, our podcast is actually back on. We weren't doing it, and we're doing it again. So Conversation Con Artist, I'm Calamity Red on there with my co-host, um, Mr. On Point. And we basically talk shit. We're both therapists. Um, and so it's a pop culture politics us talking shit about mental mm. health and stuff. Um, and then I'm on Instagram, um, red underscore calamity. I don't post, I lurk. So if you don't see no posts, <laughs> I'm on there. I just don't post. Okay. That's it. I'm not out there that much. Rain, where can they find you at, my good friend? Yeah. Uh, you can find me online, you know what I'm saying, on Twitter. Uh, Rain Coleman. Yeah, hit me up there. And, um, the published Rain Coleman. Black Nerd. Uh, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Check me out there. Uh, if you like nerd stuff, Carefree Blur. That's why I talk my nerd miss, um, and uh, you know, get my theories and thoughts and all that good stuff. And then Carefree Black Nerd on Instagram. By the time this come out, some things should probably be shooken up. So um, shook look for up. some changes there. Shooken, shooken, not stirred. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's that's where you can find me, and also on this show. And if you guys want to catch me, you can always catch me on Twitter at Cole Jackson One Two. And you guys make sure you um, follow the podcast at We Watch This, um, and use the hashtag WWT Pod when you're listening to this, so that way we know that you're talking about us, and we can probably talk back to you. We really appreciate you guys listening to the podcast, and we we want to have some movie conversations with you guys. We might do that later on this year, so. Um, be on the lookout for maybe an announcement or two. Who knows? Um, that's it, man. The higher learning. People hated it. People loved it, and we went through it. <laughs> yeah. All so we got thinking t-shirt. Oh my god. Never again. Terrible. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Young, gifted, and black. <laughs>